guys, welcome back to the show. And today is an amazing, awesome, epic, wonderful day. Uh, well, for one, it's just, I think that as soon as you wake up in the morning, we're just grateful to be here. And two, um, it's what, only like five more Mondays until Christmas or something crazy like that, which is insane. Um, so just all these season going on right now, and I think that um, yeah, I don't know. It just feels like really happy lately. And I was in an anthropology the other night and literally so many Christmas trees and so many like just adorable things. And so I am just really, really pumped about it. Um, on today's episode is Emily Parsons, which, okay, so she technically has already been on the show, but, um, we were having technical difficulties. So I am so happy that she's back, but to remind you guys of how awesome she is, um, she is a dog mom, a serial entrepreneur, and wine lover. In 2017, she founded Let's Get Social Agency, which is amazing, by the way. And after, after noticing a need for innovative branding and online trading, um, she really wanted to create that space, you know, with affordable prices, which is incredible. And so she loves helping female business owners grow their brand and uh, launch their business and basically just like live their dream life. So I cannot wait to have her again on the show and I'm going to invite her on now. We dance, we sing, we live, we love tonight. pajamas it snowed here today it's a good day yes oh my god I'm so pumped about it I know I'm in my pjs too and it's just your life is better in pajamas that's my new motto I'm going with isn't that the truth like can I just live this be a thing for sure um so I know I introduced you a little bit but I just would love to dive into you know how you became a boss babe and just doing all the epic things that you're doing. Yeah. Um, what a like big question to start with, (laughs) but I was definitely that girl who got a corporate job, was in corporate America and about a year into it. Um, I was leaving after a really long, like not just day or week, but like couple of months, we were in kind of our busiest time of year. And I remember getting in the car at like 11 PM calling my mom and just being like, I can't do this. If I'm going to work this much, like I want it to be on myself and my business and like my dreams. And I wish that I could say that like I snapped my fingers and the next morning, like let's get social was born and I was living my dream and my best life. Um, Unfortunately I wasn't, but um, I think that that was like the small step that I needed. I uh, went to school for fashion, took some classes about like how to start your own business and all that stuff. And it just never like owning a retail space or actual store never really seemed to be my thing. Um, But around this time, I was really getting into the blogging space. And then I started to see this need for like small to medium sized companies. They needed social media, they needed branding, they needed marketing, but they couldn't afford to work with a huge agency. They couldn't throw out thousands upon thousands of dollars a month 
just to get like five posts on social media. And so I was like, this will be great. This can be a way to like dip my toe, be able to support the fact that I want to blog full time. That's where my mind was at at that moment. Um, But I need to make some money. So (laughs) that's kind of how it all started. And then, man, we're almost like three years from Let's Get Social finally launching. And I've been doing it full time for two years now. So it's been exciting. (laughs) I know that recently Instagram came out with no likes. They start rolling out with that about basically you're not able to see um, likes of other people or you can see it on your own post if you go to insights. How do you feel about that? I am like so pumped. Like, <laughs> let's do this. Um, I know that some people are majorly freaking out. I mean, we've had a couple clients that have been like, how is this going to affect us? And it's not going to affect you. Um, from a blogger's perspective, I could see how you would feel like brands are only looking to work with you because of your likes or your engagement. Mm. And if that's how you feel, then I really would encourage you to kind of take a step back and evaluate the kind of content that you're creating because brands should be wanting to work with you because of your content and because of your reach. And like your reach isn't likes, your reach is literally your reach and impressions on Instagram. And is it going to make sense for their ad dollars? Um, as a business, this is an amazing opportunity for you. Like likes does not mean somebody's buying your product off of Instagram. So if anything, kind of take this as an opportunity to restructure where you're spending your marketing money. And like, maybe you need to invest more in PR. Maybe you need to invest, like there's so many different ways you can invest, um, when it comes to the marketing side. And I think that unfortunately people are so wrapped up with Instagram, but like, it's not, it's not going to make or break you if you have everything else set up. So like for me with like all of our clients, I'm always like invest in, Pinterest and Facebook and like invest everywhere. Don't be obsessed with Instagram because you don't own the platform. So they're taking them away. Let's get so freaking pumped about that and see like where else we can step up our game because we don't control the platform. Right. And I actually, I agree with you. I was so happy about that because I have been trying to scream the fact of to not be obsessed with the numbers and to, and this just on a, like an emotional level. Like I, I hate when, other people put value into how many likes they get on a post rather than just value into themselves and just how amazing they are. So could have seen you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think it'll really encourage brands who are looking to work with bloggers to do their homework now, because just because a blogger gets 1500 likes or 15,000 doesn't mean that those are authentic likes. And so now it's going to be, it's really going to be putting more pressure on brands from like that collaboration standpoint. And it's also going to be putting like the people who are serious about blogging and are creating amazing content are going to rise up. Um, I mean, I know some amazing local bloggers who have like 4,000 followers and are developing content that blows my socks off. And so like, it's going to be exciting to see how they kind of rise like a little bit to the top and I'm excited for it. Yeah, You know, it's a, it's a new challenge. Oh, oh my God. That's incredible. Um, so with Instagram or just any sort of game plan for building up your brand or if you have a product or a business, what are some like top goals that a person should set for themselves? Because rather than just trying to get, I don't know, a hundred plus comments on an Instagram post, like what are some like realistic goals that a person should look at when it comes to building a brand? Yeah, absolutely. That's such a good question. Um, 
I think that before you even start coming up with a plan for the content you're going to put on Instagram, you need to really ask like, who is my customer? Who am I trying to attract through this specific account? Because if we're just talking about Instagram, you can't take what worked with for Facebook and like make it go to Instagram. It's completely different. And so really looking at that, looking, are you trying to use this as a resource? Like for us, we're an agency and we develop trainings and all these different things, but we want when somebody comes to Let's Get Social's Instagram account, like we are targeting who we were two years ago. Mm-hmm. We know that they need inspiration. They need a lower cost training mm-hmm. and they need to feel like the people who are teaching them is their friend. And so we wrap all of our content around that. Mm-hmm. Now we're not going to take that same like branding or method to a client who's like a luxury good. So it really is like figuring out who you're speaking to and speaking to them every single time and every single phase that they're in. Um, And so like that would be my biggest thing. Another thing that I would really look at when it comes to the content you're putting out there is a lot of things I hear is, well, I don't know what people want. I don't know what they want to see. I don't know what they want to hear. But you do. You just don't know how to find it. And so making sure that you have a business account, you can pull all of your analytics. So I, the biggest thing to me is like how many of your posts got saved and got sent to other people. That's what we always measure on um, our agency's page because then we know that we're creating content that they're wanting to share. And the more that they share, the more people that we can reach. And so there's so many different metrics. Like did this post bring in new followers? Were they then going to the homepage? Because then from there you can track, did they click on our free resource? Like those are the things that actually matter and can move your business. Getting a thousand likes isn't going to move your business if they're not turning into a thousand customers. So really understanding who they are, what they want and how you can serve them. Mm, That's so impactful. What has owning your business taught you about yourself? Oh, do you have like five hours? Uh, (laughs) um, I will say like the biggest thing it's taught me is that I am a much stronger individual than I ever gave myself credit for. Mm -hmm. Um, When at the end of the day, like you're the person who's moving the needle in your company, you know that you have like payroll to meet and you have all these things going around and you also need to be growing as a person you learn how to like multitask and you also learn that like you have more hours in the day than you've given yourself credit for so Mm -hmm. it really has given me a sense of confidence that I never had previously in any other jobs Mm. I think that's brilliant and I think that more people need to hear that right because it's they look at the end result they see all these magical things that you've built and done but they don't see the crying at 3 a.m. or the worry or the pain. <laughs> like, like it doesn't – I mean, I wish I could say, like, once you're two or three years in, like, it goes away, but it doesn't. Like, right. what got you somewhere in your first year is not going to get you in year two or three. I mean, that's what – we just had a strategy meeting yesterday, mm-hmm. and it's scary. It's scary to, like, put down what your goals are for the next year. Look at how big, like, we – we're setting goals in the sense of like, if you could wave a magic wand, what would you want the next year to look like? And that's scary stuff. Mm-hmm. And the scary part is like being able to step back and be like, okay, what needs to happen? Like, where do I need to invest in myself? And like, what do we need to get uncomfortable with to be able to like live a, 
a better or greater like life and business down the road. And so it doesn't get easier. I wish it did. I wish that I, you know, you still weren't awake at 2am being like, Oh, did I forget something? But I also hear that comes with age. So like you just forget as well. (laughs) Yeah. And, but at the end of the day, it's worth it though. In your um, journey of, you know, creating this incredible brand, working with people, has there been a pivotal moment for you where you've been like, okay, this is why I do what I do? Yeah. Um, so definitely like one of the biggest things has to do with like this training. So it didn't start off. It started off as just like a girl reached out and she really wanted to start her own agency, but she had no idea how to do it. And so Um, what we now do in four weeks ended up being like a five month training because I was learning, she was learning and just like coming to the end of it and her starting with zero clients and ending with four clients and saying like, you've literally changed my life. Like I can now do this full time. This is like something that I didn't think was going to happen for years. And so just being able to see like the confidence that she was walking away with, like that's what I love. I love being able to help women grow their business, make money and feel like they can like actually make their dream business a reality. Like those are the big things to me. It's not, um, like, when you're obviously when you're making more money, like that's great. But those aren't like, that's not going to wake you up and put this like passion inside of you when you're helping other people live their dreams like that, that'll like really fire you up fast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, growing up, what was if you could name one silly dream that you may have had or something that you wanted to be when you were younger? Man, um, this is, you're going to laugh. So uh, growing up, I rode horses and maybe this is like a trait. Maybe I've always been bossy or something. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But growing up, I rode horses and I always wanted to be a trainer. I wanted to tell people what they were doing right, what they were doing wrong, help them. And I was like, oh, I'm going to own a barn and I'm going to teach people stuff. And I guess like I'm, kind of doing that now but like not with horses Um, (laughs) that was definitely like my weird dream for a while (laughs) (laughs) well I definitely think you are boss not bossy and I think that's a trait of leadership I I think it's crazy and the reason why I ask that question is you know from a young age I feel like um our dreams are always instilled in us from a young age and it just comes out in different ways than we expect and so I think that when someone says oh I want to be a doctor they love helping people I want to be a trainer and figure out what's going right, what's going wrong. I mean, that completely transitions into what you're doing now and with your business, but with people. So, yeah, I think that's, like, so fascinating and so cool. Um, So in your own social media and your own personal brand, um, I love your messaging and the way you do your captions, just the way that you speak to your audience. What are some goals that you see for yourself and how do you plan to get there? Oh, um, goals with like my personal mm-hmm. brand of, yeah, that side. So that has been an interesting journey that started off as a fashion brand. And then, um, you know, after I feel like anyone talks to me for 10 minutes, they're like, this girl has like fine fashion, but there's like, she really cares about people. Like there's something a little deeper there. And so I didn't really find, um, 
a whole lot of like satisfaction in that. And so I was like, well, let's make it a lifestyle brand. And then I finally got to the point where I felt like I was living two different lives where I was like this blogger on one hand. And then I also ran a business on the other hand. And I had people like kind of crossing over, asking me questions. And it kind of got to the point where I was like, okay, this just like let's get socials platform is a service. This needs to be a service to people. And so definitely like the goals for this next year is to keep growing that and keep like helping the people who are already following. I think it's so easy for us to say like, I want to hit 40,000 followers. I want to do this. But if I'm hitting that and I'm not already serving the people who are in my circle in my audience, like I'm doing them a major disservice. And so really understanding what does that girl want? What are her goals? And like, how can I help her with that? Mm-hmm. Um, that would be like, that's a major thing. If I can like break that down for every single person who's following me, then like I am doing something right. Um, <laughs> but really just like making sure that the content that I'm putting out there, the captions, like they're, it's all about her. Like it is, it's all about the person who is following. It's not about who I am, what I'm doing. Like, it's literally just a vehicle to help hopefully give her some encouragement to launch, launch her business, launch her blog. And if I can get a message that says like, Oh my gosh, like after reading your post for a month, I decided to finally launch my blog. Then, then we're great. I hope I get like a hundred of those next year. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you will. Um, So tell us about flipping the cottage. I'd love to know like more about that. Yeah, so that's been a little bit on the back burner for um, the rest of this year because, you know, life's busy, but we um, moved into this house a year ago. It was a year ago last week, and when we moved in, the house was, like, very dark, and, like, everything was this dark gray. It felt small, and, of course, I was like, this has to be Instagram ready. This has to be white walls everywhere. Like, this is, we're not playing around here. And so it's really just been kind of showing our home through the many stages. We um, moved in, painted everything. We redid parts of our kitchen. We, like, completely ripped up all the flooring in our basement. And we're making that into, like, a little man cave for Aaron because I have taken over the entire home. Um, And it's really just been, like, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with home, home everything. And this is finally a house where we're, like, we're going to be here for five-plus years. And so I feel comfortable investing in it now. Um, and so it's just been kind of showing parts of our, a part of our life that they people don't normally see on any of the other accounts that I run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, I, I'm obsessed with all things HGTV and Joanna Gaines. And I just, I need it in my life. <laughs> Language. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, my little sister works for me and we were driving back from lunch today and she was like, so I've been really doing my research on, um, house flipping. And she was talking about Joanna Gaines and telling me all the stuff that's required to get on the show. And I was like, Oh my word, that might be out of the budget for this year. But like, that's a dream. They are amazing. (laughs) They're basically just creating an entire different world and they're coming out with their own network and just all this stuff. I'm just like, I I can't. (laughs) Um, When you've dove into new projects, how have you ditched your fear of failure? 
So I know I'm going to fail. I know I'm either going to fail. I'm going to fail somewhere, somewhere along the process. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you kind of already go into it and tell yourself like, yeah, you are going to fail. It's not going to be perfect. You're going to make a mistake somewhere. Then what really is your reason for not doing the new, the new training, the new law? Like what are, what is that? Is it a confidence issue? Do you really think that like maybe people don't need this or are you just scared? And kind of along that way, I've had to decide, like, where is this falling? Like, what bucket is this falling into? And if I'm just scared, that means I should probably do it. If it's a lack of confidence, then I probably need to take a little bit more time to plan and really make sure that what we're offering is, like, up to par in my mind. Um, And if it's just because I'm, like, nervous or I don't know what to do or something like that, like, there's always a next step to take. But just sitting there isn't going to help anyone. And that's just something that when you're creating products and services and messages that are to serve people, Mm -hmm. like you are doing the biggest disservice if you're just sitting there. And like, they're not going to know if you fail. They're not going to know if something messes up. They only know what they're seeing on their end. So if you do mess up, don't call it out. Just keep on going. (laughs) It's going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Very, um... I don't know why, but like Nemo totally popped in my head and just, and when Dory's like, oh, just, just keep swimming. swimming. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's literally exactly. been for the last three years. I'm like, just keep, keep going. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, with everything that you're doing and well, let me back up. I think that, um, when I've come across just different creatives and I honestly, I only follow like people who just like truly inspire. And um, I think that we're just such sponges, right? So everything that we see, um, I think should always be positive. And so, um, when you're sharing all that goodness with the world, um, and just realizing how many people you're helping and everything like that, has there ever been a moment for you where you're like, you just feel like you, want like a shift or in the past if you've wanted a shift and then if you did take that shift what did that look like whether it was rebranding or just a complete like 180 turn yeah um I would say that this year has been the year of shifts um it was really really scary leaving my original platform, which was Vino in the Village, and everything was related to the blog, and you saw more of the home, everything was, like, super surfaced, um, and it was scary to make the switch, because, A, I knew I was going to be saying goodbye to, like, a lot of brand deals, and kind of pigeoning myself into, like, a category where not that many brands are going to be reaching out to work with you. Like it's very specific. Um, And so that was really scary. It wasn't just scary from the aspect of like money, but it was scary because it was like, is this actually like, do I have enough knowledge and advice to give other people where it's valuable? Um, And so that's been, that's been an interesting, it's been an interesting year. And I will say that making that switch it's awkward and it's uncomfortable because you're doubting yourself throughout it but then you get these like little comments or these little messages or people saying something in person and they're just like thank you like I needed to hear that today Mm -hmm. and even if it's just like the one person saying that 
that was one person who was saying that and it means 10 times more than like 10 people asking for the affiliate link to like my sweatshirt like I still love answering those messages but I know that that isn't actually being a light in their life that isn't actually doing something that's further than buying a good um and so I think it just keeps coming back to like what's your purpose like what are you passionate about and like what do you want your message to be when people talk about your account do you want them like what do you want them to say about it and I knew for me I was dipping my toe in so many things that I was like if somebody talked about my account right now they'd be like well, she's really busy. Like, I don't know what she's doing. Like, she's all over the place. Oh, she's really and so, she's just like, she's just like, oh, she does a lot of things. And so just really being clear on, like, who you want, who do you want to be when people are sharing you to other people. Um, yeah. But it's scary. It's scary. I'm not going to take any of that away. Like, you are leaving something to build something greater. Mm. And that might take months. It might. It might take so many months before you see that actually, like, come to life. But... Mm. It's really good. It's really good on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. I love your metaphors for things. They're so good. Um, And I can relate so much to that. What is something that you tell yourself to help you show up online when you don't feel like it? Yeah, it's not about me. Um, People don't care if your power went out. People don't care if you're sick. I mean, I've been sick for two weeks now. People don't care. I'm not talking about that on my stories. Like, it doesn't matter because that doesn't affect anyone else's day. Like, Mm. my job is to show up and provide value and showing up and being like, oh, I'm so sick. I've had this head cold for weeks. (laughs) Is it like somebody's going to get on there and be like, unfollow, mute. Like, this girl is literally going downhill. So, (laughs) I mean, that's a little dramatic. But, I mean, just like reminding yourself that, it's not about you and it's about Mm -hmm. serving your audience and they need you to show up. They do. They need to hear your perspective, what you like, they, they need you. That's why they're following. Mm -hmm. And, um, once you like take your, your own crap out of it, it becomes a lot easier. (laughs) So, okay. I, I love your perspective on that because something that I see, um, online just when it comes to my personal brand is that oversharing, because I, for me, I want to keep the positivity. I want to like, yeah. you know, but at the same time, also the realism as well. And so where do you find the balance in um, not coming across as like negative and just this woe is me versus being like, hey, look, this is something I went through. And but it's like, OK, because I know I'm sure that other people have gone through this as well. Yeah, I love that question because I think that there is this like really fine line between um, complaining and then using what happened to you to be a learning experience. Mm -hmm. So I don't ever talk about the negative thing until I can rewrite it into a positive learning story for someone else. So like... In July, um, I lost one of my biggest, like, client relationships, and we had to go separate ways. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk about it until, I would say, the beginning of August, mm-hmm. and the reason I didn't talk about it wasn't because, like, I was, you know, butthurt or, like, any of that kind of stuff. Like, I needed to process it. I needed to, like, live in it, live out of it, and see what my journey actually looked like on the other side mm-hmm. before I could give anyone advice. Mm-hmm. Like, that it wasn't going to do anyone good unless I could literally say like, Hey, it sucks. 
-hmm. totally sucks. Live in that suckiness for like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and then turn around and start pitching, turn around, like, like do something, take action because like that isn't going to help you. But Mm -hmm. if I would have just kept talking about it, I would have kept reliving it over and over again. Mm -hmm. And so kind of a really good rule of thumb Mm -hmm. for me is like, Yes, like show up in your hot mess, do it. Like I go onto my stories, I have no makeup on, my hair's a mess, my dog's jumping on me. But it's always like, oh my gosh, it's fine. Like, you know, like it's never a complaining or like, oh, woe is me. Mm -hmm. Um, It really is when something bad happens, like taking that time, removing yourself and then being able to like teach people from it. But then staying real on your stories by like, it's okay to show up not with a full face of makeup on. I hardly do. So I think people are like, oh, we know Emily. (laughs) Uh, um, What is one thing that you would say, or multiple things, that you would say to someone who is in the midst of either trying to figure out what their dream is or pursuing their dream? Okay, I love this. This is what I live for. If you are trying to figure out what your dream is or like what you're supposed to do with the rest of your life, take all of that pressure away. Like literally remove it. Because if you would have asked me five years ago, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? I would have said, well, I just got my corporate America job. I'm going to climb that ladder and I'm just going to keep on going. A year after that, it changed. When I started Let's Get Social, we're two years after that, it changes. So giving yourself the freedom to experience and like you're, you have to try so many things before you figure out a, what you're good at, what you like and like what your like zone of genius is. And so if you're trying to pigeonhole yourself, especially like, so I had mentioned my sister, she works for me. And like when she was graduating from college, she was so stressed out because she was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, it's okay. It's totally fine. You're 22 years old. You shouldn't know what you want to do. And so just removing that pressure because you're the only person who's putting pressure on you and pressure isn't going to, that kind of pressure isn't going to help you grow or figure out what you're like really good at. It's going to make you make really rash decisions that you're going to regret six months down the road because I've made those too. They're never good. (laughs) So I would just say like, take a breath, write down what are the top four things that the people that are closest to you come to like asking for advice. Or if you have like a, if you're on social media and you're doing that thing, like ask, go through your DMS. What are people asking you? And then figure out like, how can this be of service? How can I package this and just start trying stuff? Like you're going to fail. It's going to feel messy. It's going to feel awkward, but that's okay. That's the journey. And we're all feeling awkward and messy the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, adore you again I think you're brilliant and inspirational thank you I (laughs) love that we're talking again I know I'm like oh my gosh like two amazing conversations one of which people get to hear so it's great (laughs) Um, Emily where can people find you yes so you can find me at it's at Emily B as in Victor D as in dog W um that was my part of my maiden name um you can find our agency at let's get social agency it's easy we are let's get social agency.com we're that on instagram facebook i'm where it gets complicated so just go to the instagram account and you'll find everything from there you know you get married and you change your last name but there's a lot of emily parsons on instagram so 
just going to be Emily BDW. But that's where everyone can find me. And then you can kind of see all the other accounts from there. Amazing. Well, thank you so much again. And thank you all who's watching, listening. And um, yeah, again, you're just incredible. So <laughs> this is so much fun. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. See you guys soon.